0: Dear all, hope we are well. A very professional one today as we have my esteemed colleague Joanna Gomez on the podcast. Joe is super open and honest and we chat about a whole host of different things such as dealing with depression and trying to live up to other people's expectations, the criticism that can come with creating and putting content out into the open and the main man himself Lord Cristiano Ronaldo to enjoy Joe Gomez welcome to the podcast thank you (laughs) (laughs) for clarity for everyone's clarity we're not talking about the Liverpool centre-back we're talking about Joanna Gomez ICX manager at Danone hello we work together at Danone do you say Danone or Danon. I say way. Danone.
1: Danone. But I think it's because I have an American accent, so I do say mm. Danone, but people do say Danon. Danon. But I, ugh, I just I still say Denon. not got to the bottom of that. What do you say, Danone or Danon? I say Danone. You say Danone, right? I say, mm, Danone. Danone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'd much rather say it that way than
0: Danon. Yeah.
1: But I think it's because it's the French, you know. Yes. So some French,
0: confusing yeah. everything.
1: Completely everything. So many French people around here.
0: Um. In like my first week here, and in like our second ever chat, we went quite deep on the old mental health front, um, and I basically asked if you fancied coming on the podcast, um, to which you must have thought, who is this total weirdo in his first week asking everyone if they fancy being a guest on his I, podcast?
1: I don't remember how it, how it started the conversation, though, because I remember you doing the whole, like, one-pager, presenting yourself to the team. I remember you saying, oh, I really like mental health as, like, one of your, like, hobbies and passions. Mm. And I remember thinking, oh, it's so funny that he, like, talked about that. Because when I had to do my one-pager, I also said that I was super into, like, mental health and, like, self-growth and all these things. But I don't remember how we actually started, like, the conversation when
0: we did I think my, um, my one-page introduction, I tried to make myself sound like a much better human than <laughs> I actually am. Up. Everyone knows Like, that. I, I do a lot of charity work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. no, yeah. And then I think it was in uh, the pub afterwards um, we got oh, on yeah. mental, yeah, mental health yeah. topic. Yeah. I really um, like which we're going to chat about in more detail today. But ahead of then, do you want to give an overview in terms of who you are, mm. what you do? And a fun fact about yourself.
1: Oh my god! So when you when you shared this like structure of this podcast, and I saw that like <laughs> first point of talk, you know, talk us through <laughs> who you are, your background. I always get nervous with this like statement because I'm like, how? I'm such a big person. How do I like say yeah, yeah. it in like couple words? The elevate the pitch. Yeah, and so it's, it's like, oh, I'm not really good at like pitching myself, but I think for me, it's as we were talking before, it's more important, like who I am as a person, as cheesy as that sounds, as opposed to like the typical description of, Oh, like I've worked here. I Mm. do this. I studied that because yeah, of course it makes who I am as a person. But I think for me, who is Joanna Gomez? Well, Joanna Gomez is a girl that she's 26 years old. She's a deeply passionate person. She loves, you know, studying the world around her and, you know, her environment, her friends, who she is, and how life works. And I think that's a big part of who I am. And everything that I do, I do it in a really passionate and deeply way um, when it like surrounds that. And Mm. you know, how, how do I think, how do I feel? And I think that's super important. I think that's why mental health is also really important to me. Um, I like that, so you yeah. define
0: yourself more by your character Yeah, my character than for you're sure like...
1: Yeah, personality, character Yeah,
0: than your job title Yeah, 100 yeah. Love that
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know I'm caring, I'm super inquisitive I'm a really curious person I'm really moody sometimes
0: <laughs> We share um, that in common
1: <laughs> So, I don't know, I'm just I'm an open book um, But yeah, I'd much rather describe myself that way Than nice. kind of give other backgrounds Fun fact fun fact, okay, well, uh, I don't know why this came to my mind earlier, but not a lot of people know that I used to live in China nice. and I used to know how to speak fluent Mandarin
0: okay, go on then,
1: well, I don't know anymore <laughs> I,
0: no. you must have something in your locker
1: uh <laughs> no, no, no no. That is not your word, no, but like um. Basically, uh, yeah, I moved a lot from country to country when I was like really, really young. And my sister actually was born in China. Mm. So we lived there for a couple of years and um, I was fluent in Mandarin. My mom has so many like homemade videos of me as a little kid speaking Mandarin with my like Chinese colleagues at this <laughs> international school. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't know how to speak Mandarin anymore because I haven't flex. practiced. But yeah, not a lot of people know that about me.
0: And your... Portuguese.
1: Yeah. So my family's Portuguese, um, but I was born in the States. So I, mm. I have an American passport, having have a Portuguese passport, um, but I lived in Spain m- almost all my life since I was like six years old up until I moved to London. So up until 2020, so nice. big chunk of my life, Spain, so I and do feel really Spanish. Spanish.
0: but. Being Portuguese, mm. we share a mutual love of the greatest human to ever grace Bro. the planet. Another, you're going to Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Sí. I know you're going
1: to, everyone <laughs> says that when I'm like, oh, Portuguese. They're like, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm like, oh, yeah. To be fair, I'm not huge into football, but I'm, I must say that whenever he plays, mm. I feel like deep kind of appreciation and mm. kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm proud of being Portuguese. You know what I mean? Even though Quite I don't right. like football, but yeah. whenever he plays and Portugal wins or whatever, I'm just like, oh, actually, like, I do feel Portuguese.
0: One thing that I picked up in our initial conversation that stood out to me, uh, you mentioned um, that you have a passion for mental health. Mm. And that stuck out to me because I've always found that there tends to be a bit of a correlation between... People's passion for mental health and also the amount of challenge or difficulty that they've had in that area, um, whether that's now or previously. Um, and I've kind of always found that, that I have a passion for mental health can often be translated to yeah. I have challenges, I suppose, in mental mm. health. Would you say that's a, a fair, fair
1: assessment? Assessment, yeah. 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 It
0: was, so, was there a specific time? in your life that that was the case, or is that something that you just need to try and manage on a, on an ongoing basis?
1: Uh, both answers are correct. Mm. Um, but for me, like when I do think about that, the kind of like the tipping point, or actually like when the journey of like, oh, like trying to like work on myself or whatever you want to call it actually mm. started, was um, back in 2019 when I had depression. Mm. So, um, Yeah, it was just a a tough time in my life. But to be fair, like, again, really cheesy, but I'm really grateful that that happened because, you know, if that hadn't happened, maybe it would have taken me longer to kind of realize traumas or like things Mm. in my life and I wouldn't have worked on it. Or maybe I would, but maybe it would have taken me a bit longer because I feel like before that, I was just living life a bit kind of in airplane mode and I would just live every day. But not really like think of, you know, what do I want? What are my needs? What yeah. what makes me happy? Like things like that. And I just bottled everything up because I tend to be that person to bottle things up and not really, um, you know, talk out loud and just be aware. Um, so I think when that happened, not only did I had to, not only did I like hit kind of rock bottom and I had to kind of come out of that dark place. But once I was stable, I was like, no, actually, I really mm. like taking care of myself, mm. you know, and I learned so much and I was like why would i stop doing that and i feel like it's something that once you realize it's something that you're going to work on
0: mm.
1: every single day you know you might not wor- you might not be conscious about it every single day but it's something that you'll you'll be more aware of
0: i totally agree i think when you hit rock bottom whether that's you know physically emotionally yeah. mentally it kind of forces you to do something about it and yeah. that's almost like it obviously sucks to go through that But that's the benefit Mm. of it. Whereas if you're kind of just getting by, feeling okay, there's nothing there to kind of drive you to try and make some positive change. So I think as challenging as it is to go through situations like that, I think it can be the kind of catalyst for positive change.
1: And it's like what you said, like obviously short term, it sucks, right? Mm. To go through that. But then long term, you look back and you're like, actually, I'm happy that that happened because you know you hit rock bottom there's only one you have to go up yeah, there's only yeah, like yeah. one way right there's no more yeah. down so yeah that for me was that year was a shit year but it was a crucial year yes. for me and then 2020 was like the best year oh, of my life well
0: that's exactly what I was going to ask because obviously you go from 2019 mm. into the following year which is COVID year yeah lockdown I was going to say that feels like a pretty tough back to back it couple wasn't. of years but it was it, it was wasn't it was
1: so weird like uh, 2019 was shit because of that and then it was kind of a year of healing and, and going through therapy and, and going through things that kind of made me come out of that but then I don't know 2020 for me the way I see it is the end of 2019 when I was I was like quote-unquote like healed mm. I was like on my I was you know on my like eight <clears throat> percent nine like 80 90 percent but mm. then 2020, I was like, I wasn't a hundred, I was like 150, like I right, felt yeah, yeah. so good. Cause I had that foundation. Like mm. I had that basis and then more yeah. like 2020 was the year that I moved to London. So like okay. there was so much excitement. Like I know we went through the, the first wave of COVID, mm. but actually I had a blast with my family. Like we we're all yeah. in Madrid. There was a, a massive lockdown. You couldn't go out of your house for three months but I talk about it with my family and we actually had so much fun together Mm. because, you know, we, we used to not live in the same country. My parents live in Spain. I live here. My brother lives in Belgium and that kind of forced us to be together. So we, Mm. every night was movie night. Every night was games. Every weekend was, you know, doing things together and it wasn't that bad. And then I, you know, finished my studies. I moved to London. That was such an exciting time, you know, period. I met, my best friends nowadays like here yeah. i fell in love which was also mm. like amazing like so many things that were like super exciting for mm. me so like for me that year was a like a great year a especially great year. in
0: contrast to the yeah, year before it, that was especially that was, in contrast to 2019 was the was the move to london uh a reaction to feeling so low or mm. was it or was so, it not correlated
1: at all? no to be fair like i my sister used to live in London and whenever I would come here to visit her, I actually like fell in love with the city a bit and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I actually wanna I wanna move here one day. Yeah. But it is true that after kind of you know, the whole dark stage, um, I was a bit like, I kinda need a change of scenery. Yeah. I'm a bit tired of Madrid. Uh I wanna like just go to a new city and kind of start from scratch. Yeah. And so that was kind of part of it as well. So yeah. yeah. But it was something that I, I wanted like I wanted to do but it kind of pushed me even more to do it, so...
0: What was it about London?
1: I don't know, I just... Me, me it's just the change, and yeah. I just like the change, and I like that it's a fast-paced city, which yes. now I don't like as much, because <laughs> yeah. now I'm just like, oh, I want to go somewhere quieter. Yeah. But at the time, I was just like, man, I like it, because I'm the type of person that... um, Like, I like, I like dynamic environments, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and just being somewhere where it's, like, super fast-paced. Yeah. You just... Don't get bored. You, I, I've been living here for two years, but I feel like I haven't scratched the surface of like the places where I can go to eat, the places, the plans that I can go and do with my yeah. friends. Like, and I've been living here for two years. You know, and there's so much that I still have to do that excites me. Yeah. That gives me like, oh, I really want to live here. You know what yeah. I mean? Even if it's not for the rest of my life, cause it's not gonna be for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, But now it's like I'm still young. Like it's a cool city. And if I'm tired in a year time, and I wake up and I'm like, the city is not you know doing anything for me anymore that's great too i'll leave and i'll go somewhere different whether that's going back home or whether that's going to a different european city or i don't know going to the states or going to i don't know you know what i mean so where else could you
0: record a podcast on a tuesday night (laughs) You know what i'm saying buzzing (laughs) yeah um you obviously went through the low point in 2019 and feel free to not answer this because obviously a very personal question yeah um or to just go top level whatever you feel comfortable doing but was there anything that you would be feel that you would feel kind comfortable um sharing that mm-hmm. kind of maybe impacted that or caused that particular bout of feeling down
1: like what what was the cause of me mm. being depressed mm. to this day it's really hard to pinpoint, but i think and I know it's like such a general answer, but I think it was just a sum of so many yeah. things like I was finishing um my studies and I didn't know what I liked, what I was gonna be when I was older, like what yeah. I was gonna work at. I honestly didn't know. I was lost. Yeah. Um I felt so much pressure. Like I not I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> well she no, knows this. <laughs> no one listens to this, don't worry. <laughs> but I felt like a lot of pressure from yeah. my mom because at the time I was living alone with my parents and I my mom's really a perfectionist and she mm. wanted me to be great at everything. And I never gave her a reason for her to worry, but she was just super on top of me. And to be fair, um, I saw this, because I think this really like summarizes really well, but I saw this um, interview the other day with um, Jim Carrey. Who, oh, yeah. He also went through depression. Yeah. And the way that he um, explained it was that when you're depressed, you're in deep rust mm. from this character that you've been living yes. or this situation or this avatar in the world that you built right and i felt so identified with that because it was my body shutting down being like no like you've been you've been the perfect daughter you've been the perfect friend i've always cared about other people more than myself and to this day i still like people please people but i'm much better at it but i it was such like this oh being this perfect person for everyone except for myself i was fucking betraying myself you know and it was just like my body being like nope Nope, we're not doing this anymore. And that was like, mm, you need time to relax a bit, stop doing these things physically. You can't because you're in bed all day mm. and you're depressed and mm. you can't do anything. You don't have any, you know, just don't want to do anything. Mm. Um,
0: I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate, uh, to to resonate with that. I think, um, especially maybe when you're, you know, younger, maybe not so sure of who you are as a person it can be really easy just to kind of live up to other people's expectations or of you and therefore the kind of identity that other people create for you. Exactly. You know, if you're seen as, you know, like the party animal, whatever, who goes out all the time, sometimes you can kind of go out to live up to that identity oh of God. you. It's, and it's, even though you don't yeah, want to. Yep. And then that, you, so unsustainable. Yeah, and then that, you end up just absolutely
1: Did that happen hurt. to you with the party thingy, party person?
0: bloody legend (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god it's so funny that you say
1: that because i literally had that like i i mean i am a party person like i love going out and stuff but i oh my god i remember like uni years like Hmm. i would just i don't know how it started but i think like i would just get really drunk Mm. and then i would just do crazy shit Mm. and then the next day, I would get so much attention from yeah, my yeah. friends and be like, oh, my God. Not, not They weren't even laughing about me. They were kind of, like, praising me. They yeah. were like, oh, my God, like, look at Joanna. Like, she did that. She did that. Yeah. And I would get, like, a buzz from of out of it, you know? Yeah. And I'd be like, I, I want this attention, you know? Yeah. And it's so weird because I'm not I – don't, I don't tend to like attention from people. <laughs> but –
0: <laughs> so we are in a meeting room now and all the lights have just gone off. Oh, there okay, they are? good. There we go. No,
1: no. So yeah, I, I kind of lived up to that persona yeah. for the five years of my, yeah. of my studies.
0: Of course. And, and if you're getting, as you say, the positive recognition for living a certain way, then of course the incentive is to yeah. keep living that way. Exactly. So. Super interesting. Um, you also mentioned that you did uh, therapy. Yeah. Uh that you do therapy. I
1: still do therapy. Still do therapy. Yeah.
0: Um, that's very interesting. Loads of people uh, that I've chatted to recently, um, kind of have done or are doing therapy. I think it's far more common than
1: yeah. I people so. maybe
0: believe. Um, it's not something I've personally ever tried, even though I imagine that I would kind of benefit massively from doing it. Um, how have you how have you found it?
1: I mean, I really like it. Yeah. Um, Throughout, like, from 2019 onwards, I've had different therapists. Right. So it's been obviously different um, types of conversations and, and experiences. But, I mean, for me, it was really good because I, you know, I used to be someone that would not process my emotions. I would have, like, really bad uh, coping mechanisms, whether that was alcohol or whether that was other stuff Mm. um so i would never kind of i was never vulnerable Mm. i would i was never in tune with you know why i behaved the way i behaved or Mm. why i was feeling what i was feeling so to be able to talk to a a complete stranger that is not going to judge you um and that obviously has seen a lot of patients that probably have the same issues like the same problems that you've had it's nothing new to them, um, was actually like really opening. Um, and it's made me become a really vulnerable person, which I love. Mm. And now I just don't, I don't have issues like, you know, talking about certain things. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Of course. Like there are certain things that I can be open, but not vulnerable about, which is mm. not the same, yeah. but I think it has helped like tremendously. Really. Yeah. Just
0: yeah. And it's just completely.
1: like that time of, you know, like you, like I know I have, know, therapy session is like an hour of my day and i just know that it's just time where i can just disconnect and just bring something that is worrying me or something Mm. that is troublesome and it can be any topic whatsoever Mm. and you just talk to someone in a really constructive way Mm. and you just get feedback from it and it's just it's for me it's like made wonders but again it's not for everyone because i Mm. have spoken to people that have tried going and hasn't had any type of effect on them, you know? So it's yeah. not for everyone, but I just think you should go in if you want to with an open mind yeah. because you never know what can come out of it.
0: So what would you say to someone potentially contemplating doing it but maybe doesn't want to for whatever reason it is financially or maybe the stigma attached to it, would you say just give, give, it, a yeah, just and give it a go? Yeah, just give it a go. Like, is
1: it because... like Because that's also something that, like, interests me like if let's say if, let's say it's there's no financial like problems yes. like there's no like it's free right mm-hmm. like why do you think someone wouldn't go because they have a, a problem opening up about or they don't even know where to start
0: mm-hmm.
1: or maybe they they know there's something that is bothering them but you just can't put it into words i'd
0: say there's probably quite a few reasons i think um one of the main barriers is possibly that it's almost an omission that something's Wrong, in want of a better word. Um, with your life or your current situation, or whatever that might be, and I think that's really difficult for people to admit because they think, or it's it's common to think that that's a sign of weakness. Mm. And I think, um, not to overgeneralize too much, but I imagine that that's something that's particularly an issue amongst males, Men. yeah, who maybe try and put on a certain exterior. Um, of no vulnerabilities and no weakness i feel
1: so bad for that's why sometimes i feel really bad for men especially because you know it's sometimes it's not their fault because you know they've been brought up a certain way or whatever like girls are weak girls you know cry Mm. girls say this guys don't do that but i just find it so unbelievably attractive when like a guy is able to just confidently just say yeah like you know this is going wrong my day or Mm. this is whatever like it's fine you know what I mean so I mean it's easy for me to say it's fine yeah obviously it's not that easy for you know for everyone but yeah yeah
0: and I think the nature of a lot of maybe you know male humor or bravado is just to take the piss out of each other so that you know if you went and did it and kind of opened up about it um I'm sure predominantly in good humor but you'd also probably get (laughs) at
1: this and and there's probably like baby steps in, in the sense of like you could like open up to I don't know like a friend maybe, maybe yeah, a friend's yeah. gonna take the piss out of you or whatever but like I don't know your mom she's not gonna judge you
0: mm.
1: for example yeah, or yeah. you know maybe your dad maybe it's a bit different but maybe your mom she's probably not gonna judge you yeah yeah I know or, what you mean
0: it's maybe not like full therapy but yeah, just, it's not full start, therapy, having but just start having those smaller conversations like smaller
1: conversations maybe it's, it makes it easier
0: um you mentioned you started a YouTube channel did, a few years I did. ago. Yeah. I and mean, it was discussing kind of similar topics to this, was it not?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: what inspired you to do that and how did it you was find actually
1: it? my therapist too. I mean, oh, no, it was my therapist. <laughs> so basically, no, 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 to be fair, to be fair, I've been consuming YouTube since I can't even remember. Mm. Like so many years ago. Like I, I love YouTube. I <clears> consume it every single day. I watch so many videos on it. Um, and I always thought to myself one day I'd love to have a YouTube channel, but probably like I had this thought probably when I was like 14 or 15 mm-hmm. and you know, it took me so many years to do cause and probably, I don't know, maybe I, again, I didn't know what to produce, like what content, like, Oh, people are not going to watch it. Like, is it going to be fulfilling? Like, yeah. I didn't even know how to start. I thought that you had to be a pro, like have a pro camera and mm-hmm. do like all these things, in order to like put something out there and so I never did for so many years um and then yeah I think it was I think it was one day when I was talking to my therapist and she was like oh well you know if if you love writing if you love mm. you know creating content why don't you just try to put it into practice like you know try to find like a hobby or a passion that you like even if that's like painting even if if you like you know writing then write poems like mm. do whatever and I thought to her, and I thought to myself that, you know that's, that's you know it's easy like I'll just do it and I thought about YouTube and it's something that I wanted to do for a long time and I was like you know what fuck it like I'm just gonna do it now I have so much to say about mental health and, and what I was going through and it was really therapeutical so yeah. yeah and to be fair it's 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 what you said like going from someone that would be so scared about talking about these things <laughs> to then actually like just vomiting all that and mm. anyone could see yes yeah. like Anyone can see this, these videos like me just crying, just like yeah, saying yeah. what I was going through is, mm-hmm. a, you know, it takes a, a bit of courage to do.
0: It takes a lot of courage and massive respect. And I think that's um, <laughs> almost the irony if you um, are chatting about, you know, mental health and anxiety and stuff like that, and then you put that content mm-hmm. out into the public yeah. domain. Yeah,
1: the public domain. Obviously,
0: yeah. I don't have a YouTube channel, but like the mm-hmm. blog... Yeah. org. Check it out. <laughs> <Nice> um, <blog. laughs> and, um, and now this, you know, you can post it and actually just massively, like, heightens your anxiety mm-hmm. when you initially put it out. And it's, it's, um, yeah, it is, yeah, I think in the long term it's definitely, like, a beneficial thing yeah. to do. And I, I agree on the therapeutic side as well. Which, can I uh, ask you a question yeah, yeah. on that?
1: I mean, because I know you have your blog. Have you received, like, we probably have, but have you received positive feedback on it (laughs)
0: um
1: or and even if it's just i'm not saying like loads but like some because i found that like again it's not obviously i was doing it because i wanted to it wasn't because i wanted attention but when you like you know you put good energy out there and someone actually looks at it and it's like oh this is actually helpful for me and then they reach out and they tell you oh i really how i really liked your what you wrote the other day like i was thinking about that or it resonated with me you actually feel pretty good about yourself one because you're doing something that you really like two you touch someone yeah. three that person even like took the Bridge time down. to you know text you and tell you hey like whatever yeah. so it's 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 just beneficial for both parties, both parties involved
0: yeah i just did it for the attention you just no, did I'm, it I'm joking, and like, i didn't
1: care <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: no i found it um i find it uh, honestly super therapeutic i mean it's um it's selfish first and foremost yeah. the, the writing in mm-hmm. particular because i think it just helps you like formulate your thoughts exactly. um and almost like get out your mind yeah. uh yeah it's a yeah I find it a super beneficial thing to 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 do yeah and I've received some uh a few <laughs> nice comments actually and not as many negative ones as I See? thought um probably speaking about me behind my back you cheeky bastards um <laughs> but no no like no um no negative comments to my face which is quite nice um but yeah um definitely find it a quite beneficial thing to do so I don't know, you'd probably agree. Just yeah, recommend rewa- anyone to do it. Yeah, sure. Um. How was your YouTube channel received? We, did you get any, Backbash. obviously, <laughs> like positive native. feedback you yeah. touched on? But did you get any of the kind of yeah, negative comments? 100%. Did especially
1: you? from people from school because they would see it <sighs> and they would... Because I would... I would create this youtube channel and with these videos and then i would promote it via my instagram account so Mm. a lot of the people that would follow me that not necessarily were friends but you know were acquaintances or we went to the same school whatever they would see it so they obviously knew that i had created a youtube channel and they would go and like watch or whatever and i just heard from like various people that people were like laughing and like making fun of you know what i was doing and blah blah but i guess I think I that know. just comes with the territory. It just comes with the territory. Right? Yeah. That's like number one, and I'm not gonna lie. Like probably like the first time or second time I heard like criticism, I was like, oh man, blah blah blah. Like why can't people like why why do you have to say something bad? Like I, if you have if you have nothing good to say, just don't say it, you know. Mm-hmm. But people would like some people would say like have bad words and bad comments to say, and I was like, oh, well, why do you have to be like that? But um, yeah, but then with time, people just. Sh- Stopped saying stuff and
0: it becomes less of a big yeah, deal. Yeah, becomes right? less, less like, of a oh, big whatever. thing. Yeah, and then like yeah.
1: you just you keep grounded, you keep doing what you like, and then just people were like, oh, okay, well I'll respect mm-hmm. her. And to be fair, like it was really funny because I felt like, and not to get like all like hyped about it right now, but I remember at the time when I was doing my like my YouTube channel, I remember there was this guy. That went to my same school, and he was kind of doing a similar thing with like videos and motivational like stuff. But then no one would laugh. Like about him, like mm. you no, know, like and the same like because they're they're his friends or whatever. Like no one would laugh about him. But then it was like why, like if I do it, why are people laughing about like why yeah. can't I why am I being treated differently, um so I found that interesting, but.
0: Yeah, yes. I don't know. I was a bit like, oh, okay. Yeah, I Yeah, I know what you mean. There seems. Uh, I don't want to get too. Yeah, I don't want to get like too political. I don't want to, but um, it just came to my mind. What was uh, uh What was that? Girl, famous person who went on that Diary of a CEO podcast mm-hmm. um, and said something along the lines of "We only everyone has the same twenty four hours in the day" or something. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. I can't remember her name. Someone from some sort of... What was,
1: like, the premise? What was she saying?
0: She was... I think... She, I think... And to be fair, I've not even heard the conversation. I've just heard, like, the headlines and the backlash. I'll probably get, I'm probably even getting this completely wrong. But I think... I'm sure she was on, like... <laughs> this is going to be completely wrong, but I'm sure she was on Love island type okay, thing. Okay, I think. Um, and I think she said something along the lines of talking about her success. Mm-hmm. Um, that everyone has the same... 24 hours in the day mm-hmm. and um it got massive negative backlash and she got absolutely abused for like weeks on social media and obviously memes created etc 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 and Stephen Bartlett who is obviously the presenter of, Diary of the CEO he put out like a really quite nice actually LinkedIn post something along the, something along the lines of you know we've had loads of male, mm. uh, guests who have kind of said similar things, but, then but they didn't were, get the backlash. But
1: then she would.
0: Yeah. Then... So I don't, I don't know if it, I don't know if there's something there. Yeah. Possibly. But, yeah, um, maybe. yeah, I'm not in a, obviously <laughs> a place to, 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 to judge or to, yeah, make a call on it. Um, what would you say has been the most beneficial thing that you've done to impact your, mental health I mean we've to be honest we've probably touched on it in terms of the therapy and maybe the YouTube channel is there anything else that you've done that you found has had a pretty uh positive impact on your overall yeah as they say mental health and wellbeing.
1: I think for me and something that I kind of learned early on was that first of all you have to for like from the beginning I always thought oh like this whole idea of being happy and like finding happiness like this shining star that i want to like achieve it's actually like not the most important mm. thing to achieve like for me it's more important to live a full like and meaningful day-to-day life rather than say oh i'm happy because mm. that's, that's like a that's like a state like that's a, mm. it's like oh i'm sad like oh i'm happy but it's not like the catalyst. It's not, mm. Like the culmination of of everything. So I think for me, it was taking day by day in the sense of, okay, well, if I'm doing something with my friends tonight, let me just put my phone down and let Mm. me just, you know, listen to what they're saying and having like a meaningful conversation, really connect with that person and
0: and, and be present.
1: And that's something that I learned from therapy so much is just be present. Because Mm. if you be, if you're present and you make the most out of that one hour interaction, You're gonna come out of that feeling so full inside. You know what I mean.
0: I totally agree. The present moment's all there is. Yeah, past is gone, future's yet to come. Exactly. So if you do
1: that in, like, every little like interaction or activity that you do, and you put your 100%, like, even if you're having a bad day, Mm. there's always a silver lining. Like that for me is what makes me like feel like okay well i'm i feel pretty accomplished you know and that mm. ultimately makes me feel good and makes me um yeah like feel like i'm stable in a sense love that yeah
0: um thank you very much for a few <laughs> things firstly coming on and being so open and honest really really appreciate that um, I'm sure there'll be loads of people, oh, loads of people, I don't think there'll be loads of people listening to this, but I'm sure the people My who, mom. <laughs> who, um, who are listening to this will be able to resonate with loads of things that you said. Um, and secondly, thank you for being the first official Danone uh, podcast guest, and Blogs and Dogs follower. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I remember. So, yeah. I, apologize. I
1: apologize. I'm yeah. gonna I'm going to follow. P-
0: pity follow. This guy <laughs> no. clearly needs it. Yeah. Um, so no, appreciate it. And um, yeah, thank you again.
1: Thank you. I really enjoyed this conversation.
0: Lovely stuff. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening, guys. And catch you next time.